Hello Pisces friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Pisces June 2022 Astrology Must Knows Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com to see the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month. This is for you if Pisces is your sun sign, your moon sign, your rising sign, or any other Pisces placement that you watch for. What we're going to talk about in this report is going to be part of your astrological picture. And if you are a late degree Pisces, especially a very late one, we'll say like March 15th through the rest of the sign, or like 23 to 25 degrees through the rest of the sign, I also suggest you watch or listen to my Aries report because those of you in the very late spectrum, your chart actually looks more like an Aries chart than it does a regular zero degree Pisces chart and um, you will benefit from both the Pisces and the Aries readings. So what's going on in June 2022? Let's talk about the must-knows. Very brief must-knows for the general transits. First is that we do have again almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. This is a general harmony in the sky. Doesn't always translate down into each individual because things in our personal charts can supersede this, but it is certainly a noteworthy point of the month, of the climate of the month, okay? So the planets are in accord and even the few salty or potentially salty aspects some of those are conjunctions and a conjunction is one that can go either way it can just be super positive or super challenging or both and so even some of those salty ones have a potential to just be great and of the ones that are just clearly kind of annoying there are sweet aspects on the same days as those so there's some offsetting going on so this is just something to celebrate this trend that we've had for the last few months is going to stop as of july so we do want to soak it in while we have it the next big must know is that we are finally getting out of the heat of eclipse season. We may get some lingering news or events that are coming in from this April and May eclipses, but it's certainly a time to just take a deep breath and recover from whatever happened during the eclipses. And hopefully you didn't have anything difficult happen, but it's definitely an anxiety-ridden time for many people because there's that feeling of change in the air and you know that it's coming, but you don't always know what it is. And sometimes even good change is stressful. So if you've had a lot of change getting activated, and fortunately the Taurus-Scorpio eclipse cycle is super positive for Pisces because it's in a nice angle for your placements. Um, you know, it still can be just a little bit nerve wracking, especially for those most sensitive of you. Um, and you know who you are, you know, if something's going on in the sky, then you're like, whoa, what's going on? So if you would definitely be feeling those eclipses. So now we're just kind of taking the heat off the pot, the boil is coming down to still water, and, um, and hopefully things will be getting into the groove of whatever the new normal is from whatever changes occurred. Now, if you wanna understand more about how the April and May eclipses were working on your different areas of life, what, what they were affecting for you, then watch my April and May reports as I go into lots of detail about these eclipses then. But here we are in June and we're starting to step out of that now. Okay, the last big must know for the general transits is that we have a hybrid month. If you're familiar with your my work, then you will know that I talk about the alignment with the natural rhythms of the universe. And that is a main focus of my work. I've written a book that's on the shelves in every major bookstore, pretty much that I know of, definitely in the United States and in many places in the world. It's called Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. So that is really the core um, that I'm focusing on when I'm doing these horoscopes and doing all of my work. So within the, the storyline of the natural rhythms, we've got 
the personal planets that affect us very, very, very deeply because they're closer to us. And we can often see those, those effects more readily. They're more obvious. And so Mercury, Venus, and Mars are the planets that go retrograde, meaning they look like they're going backwards in the sky from the perspective of where we are on the Earth. They're not really going backwards, but they look like they are. And when they are looking like they are, it brings certain things to us, okay? So this is a very retrograde-ridden year. We had Venus retrograde at the beginning of the year. We have multiple Mercury retrogrades, which is usual. And we have a Mars retrograde transit that will start cooking up in September and go into like the first quarter of January between the pre and post shadow periods. So what's really important about June is to know that it's a hybrid month. It's split into retrograde energies in the first half and direct energies in the second half. So what do retrograde energies mean? Things that were certain tend to be called into question, a lot of shuffling around, changing of plans, a lot of focusing on things from the past or resolving past issues or things that were under the rug, you know, swept under the rug, coming back to be worked with, for better and worse. It could be you're inspired by a creative project that's coming back and maybe it's more of a time for working on old things than new things, or it's a time to experiment without any attachment to something being long-term. That's all the energy in the first part of the month. So until June 2nd or 3rd, depending on your time zone, we've got things going backwards and inwards, and it's a time to be the spider, where you basically have woven your web and you are hanging out, waiting to see what comes to you rather than conjuring and trying to make something happen. It's not a time to force things. It's not a time to try to commit to long-term things, if possible, because the chances are you're not really understanding the terms or things are going to be changing soon. And you will want some flexibility in any plans that you make at this time, if possible. Now, that's completely different. Oh, and also miscommunications and breaking of appliances and communication devices um, or malfunctioning of them is definitely a hallmark of the retrograde. So that energy is going to be shifting, tends to be very haywire right when it's going direct to that first week of June, you know, just kind of expect things are gonna change. Be extra careful when you drive and walk and your mobility and don't drop your phone in the toilet because that happens a lot extra at this time. Okay, so now let's talk about the open period that is occurring starting June 19th. That's when the post Mercury retrograde transit ends and we're open into clear stars. June 19th through August 21st is our last open period of the whole year at the end of August. Mercury will start doing its retrograde thing, then Mars will start doing its retrograde thing. Now again, these retrogrades are not some things to, things to fear. And in fact, I have lots of resources on how you can make the most of them and what is great about them. If you search for Annie Botticelli retrogrades, Annie Botticelli Mars retrograde, Annie Botticelli Mercury retrograde, you can get really great understanding through my videos and blogs about this. But the direct time is the time when it's easier to plan, it's easier to make forward movement, it's easier to make long-term commitments. There's often more clarity about what you're doing now and in the future. You can see more than a few steps ahead of you. And in general, the momentum, you know, just you feel it. And so you're going to feel that change happening in June and things will really start revving up. Now, you will be busy the whole time because of those Gemini energies are going to be speeding things up but you'll definitely start to feel the difference as we move towards mid-month. Things will be able to gel much easier and it'll be easier to pin things down. 
Okay, so now let's talk about some Pisces-specific things as it relates to the movement of the personal planets through Aries, Taurus, and Gemini, because those are the big highlights happening at this time. When we have planets that move moving through Aries, that accentuates your money sector. So you're going to have money on your mind, you're going to have motivation to change your circumstances, or you're going to be spending like crazy. So watch out for that. Um, it could be a good time, especially as the month develops, to buy something of you know of great value if you've been wanting to buy a car or a boat or a house. This is um, a fantastic time or some other just luxury item, something that you've been wanting that's a higher ticket item or more of a stretch for you. You might see those things starting to come in. Also, your questions that you're asking about the sustainability of your work, your income, your earth imprint, those are all coming in um, in a big way. And the Aries energies will also be able to give you more motivation and in some cases more impetus. Hopefully that's a positive impetus. But sometimes there could be a negative impetus in the way that there's a challenge and now you have to kick it into high gear. Do yourself a huge favor. If you are at all interested in psychology and understanding the idea of money psychology, money psychology is a big area that I've worked on in my life. Actually, I have a free offering on this. If you go to um, loomlife.com, L-U-M-E life.com, this link is also in the notes underneath the podcast or video. And that's my school, Luminous Life Multiversity. And if you scroll down to see all courses, you'll see a free course called Unleash Your Money Magnet. Definitely utilize that resource if you are trying to change your money psychology. We have the imprints of our childhood and our parents and society. We never know what we're going to get or stick, have stick with us, but you'll know what it is based on what you are manifesting. Are you a person that has booms and busts where you get lots of money, then it all goes away? Or are you a person that you work really hard and you have the things you want, but you're working like all the time? Or is there other, are you having trouble earning money or holding on to money. You know, all of these are money psychology topics and this is really brought up this month. If you do one huge favor for yourself this month, look into your money psychology and use the resources that I'm offering and you can look more up online to try to manage and expand your finances. So you will also have money on your mind from the fact that the planets, the personal planets are moving through Taurus because Taurus rules the second house. So Pisces is having a double focus on income, budgeting, material realm. And this is just, you know, going can manifest in a bunch of different ways, but you are getting it double time at this time. You are also having a double time focus on Gemini in the third house because the Taurus planets move through your third house of Gemini and then we have planets moving through Gemini. So this is going to bring lots of busyness. You're going to be driving all over the place, chatting it up. It's highly social, whether it's online or in person. So you're definitely going to be interacting with people and there's going to be a strong tie to the past. Things you've done in the past, things your family's done and you're taking your kids to go to the same camp that you've done. You know, you're going back to travel to a place that feels like home or that you've been to. There's definitely a strong energy of the past coming through and the energy of home and family is coming up in a big way. One of the best ways to use the energies in Gemini is to make social connections that are meaningful and connect with people who you already know in meaningful ways. You know, you're very likely to have blasts from the past at this time. This is also awesome for writing projects or any kind of creative um, potentials. 
It's an amazing time to try to solve problems within your family unit, improve your communication, and ask the question, is how you are presenting something helping you to get what you want? This is a very, very, very big must-know for this time because the communication sector for Pisces is coming up. If you think that you are communicating very clearly to people, then ask someone you trust to help you to see if you have blind spots with this, okay? Because there is a chance that at this time, because of the way the planets are moving, that you could have some blind spots that are coming up. Now, while these Taurus planet, Taurus planets will give you a little kiss, Venus kisses, which have love, uh, beauty, money, um, harmony, fulfillment, you are going to get a little pressure from those Aries and Gemini planets. And the pressure can be a good thing because it can motivate you to accomplish something. Um, but it also might bring up some, some topics that have been a burden for you for a while and you can make headway on them. Okay. So something just as simple as rephrasing something a different way or emotionally processing out something that you're annoyed about before you have a conversation with people. That is a big must know right now. If you can do that, then you will be very, very happy because the energy of Pisces being connected to the emotions, sometimes you might express your emotions in a stream of consciousness type of way that can seem like it's all over the place for other people, but that's because your energy is mutable and it moves in a spiral. So sometimes in order to express yourself, it might seem circular or repetitive or um, all over the place for some other people who don't match with your communication style. And in that case, it will be super helpful for you to write down everything that you want to say first, specifically like the, the things you're mad about, so that by the time you go to talk to someone about it, you've already gotten that out and you're not using the conversation to get those emotions or feelings out, then you can have more clear communication. Okay, so I changed the format of June's horoscopes after I did the Pisces horoscope, and there's a segment that is added from Aquarius up through the rest of the signs that in the current format of the Pisces um, horoscope, you would not have received. But by my adding this segment, there might be some repetition and some things that I already covered earlier, but we are going to go into more details that we didn't cover before, so if you just bear with it, you will pick up some new pieces of information, but I just wanted to add this little intermediary recording to explain um, in case it seemed a little bit <clears throat> aberrant, and now you understand. So now we're going to go into the four must-knows of the general transits that will definitely affect all Pisces as well. We mentioned some before, and then we'll add that red alert um, kind of a little bit scary aspect um, and what you can expect from that. Okay, so we've got four big must-knows from the general transit must-know perspective, which is true for all signs, but very critical to know to understand the energies of this month. The first big must-know is that our sweet versus salty ratio, as far as the aspects, are yay. Now, if you're not familiar with my little Annie terms here, sweet aspects are the ones where the planets are in harmony and tend to bring nice outcomes, and the salty ones are when the planets are kind of grouchy and they can bring nuisance uh, nuisance um, events. So we've got almost double the sweet aspects compared to the salty ones. Again, this month, we've got a several month sequence where this has been happening, but June is the last month because July 
it will start to favor the challenging aspects more over the sweet ones. So we want to soak this up while we can. Something else important about this, um, this ratio here is that even some of the few salty aspects or potentially salty aspects this month are ones that are conjunctions, which means they could go either way. A conjunction is not a, is a neutral aspect. It could be very positive or very challenging. And so even of some of these salty ones that are there, they, some of them could go, could be super positive. And of the other ones that aren't conjunctions, they all have sweet aspects happening on the same day or very close to any of the remaining salty ones. So that's super positive for the general climate of this month. Of course, we know that general aspects, any particular ones of them don't always drizzle down into, um, our personal experience, but it's definitely an important piece to consider. The next, next big exciting must know is that eclipse heat of this season is fading. April and May were our big eclipses. Definitely look at my April and May um, horoscope reports, either through podcast or video on YouTube, to see where these areas, what areas of life for each of your signs might be um, affected and some of the, the other themes that could be in the backdrop. You, you can check that out there. But what we're excited about here is that April and May can be super anxiety ridden in the way that change is coming, but you don't really know what it is and you feel something's opening, but you're not really sure the details. And it's just sort of a time when the air is electric. You feel like you have your fingers stuck in a socket and that is starting to fade in June. While we could have some very important eclipse related news and events come in, the biggest heat of the season will be behind us by this time and we are celebrating that. The next big must know is that we've got a hybrid month this month. So we've got retrograde until around June 2nd, depending on your time zone. And with every day we move towards June 19th, that post Mercury retrograde shadow period will clear. So essentially, you know, the first half of the month is retrograde and the first or the second half is direct. So let's just look at my handy chart to remind you of what that means. So for the first half of June, you want to deal with what comes up not conjure things to do because you're not really sure clarity is still coming. You want to clear out clutter in your mind, in your relationships. The things that were swept under the rug, they're going to come out, so it's time to deal with them. And time to make new space for new projects and experiences. So you want to get those piles off your desk so that new projects can come in. You want to get those creative babies out, you know, maybe not out yet because we're not quite in the launch zone yet. We'll talk about that in a second. But you want to get those creative babies finished up, polished up, edited, um, so you can send them out into the world. We've got an amazing time for last minute magic. So May and June is superb for leaving yourself unscheduled, as unscheduled as possible, because last minute magic will come in and you're more likely to be able to say yes to an opportunity that comes if you're not super scheduled. And the things you schedule are probably going to shift or be called into question anyway, so it just makes sense. It's amazing to do research in this time. So let's say you want to do something at the end of June or July, August, when we're in our um, direct period. So we've got, let's see, June 19th through August 21st is our big direct period. And then the days leading up to June 19th, we're still in the retrograde. So you might want to wrap up these loose ends, do your research about the things you're going to do in this time, you know, make your bookings, do your stuff then. 
a lot of times confusion, not being able to see very far ahead is a, is a, is a hallmark of the retrograde. And this is because you're not supposed to be making plans. You're supposed to be dealing with the things that come up, being in the moments and not, you know, having to worry about too much strategizing or planning and just being in the now is always a good idea, but it's especially well indicated in the retrograde because it helps to prevent you from doing things that are better for the direct. If you're focused on this very moment, you're less likely to be doing the things that are better off in the direct flow. And it's a good time to honor the flow and not force things, okay? Now, sometimes we have to take the bull by the horns and get them out of the china shop, right? And for these, for this activity, I suggest June 19th through August 21st. And as you get closer to June 19th, you'll feel these days will start to get, you know, more open. It will be a gradual process through the month of changing. And so launches, you know, your big creative baby that you polished up over here, bringing it out here. The things that you researched here, making the decisions about here, you know, in the, in the direct time. So basically, you know, for those of you listening and not watching, I've got a visual here and you can always see the visual component um, on YouTube if you're watching or listening through podcasts. But, you know, basically the things that you research in the retrograde, you can make your decisions about them in the direct. Um, the things that you're talking about, just kind of experimenting with. This is another thing that's nice here in the retrograde is experimenting. Things you're experimenting with can turn into agreements in the direct time. So the second half of June, all of July and most of August is this time for the direct energy launches, big decisions, agreements, investments, moves, brand new projects, clarity, future planning, pushing and initiating and being a little bit more um, proactive um, in this time of direct. So June is a special month in the way that it will reflect all of, um, all of these facets and you'll see that switching over as the month goes on. Then we've got a red alert, okay? So, you know, I'm an, I'm an optimist, I'm a Sagittarius, I have a lot of Sagittarius in my chart. I see everything through the lens of how this can be good even if it's challenging, how we can reframe something to improve our experience. And I my work is very much focused that way. But if there's something you just really have to watch out for that's kind of nasty, I am going to also tell you that. And we do have one of those red alert aspects here. The aspect isn't actually until June, I mean, rather July 1st, um, but because it's Mars and Pluto, I see that influence be super strong five days before, five days after. It could be a little more than that, even a week. But um, so the whole end of June, when we've got some other really nice aspects going on, we still have this same, you know, something, this challenging aspect to look out for. You don't want to antagonize a crazy person. You don't want to antagonize someone that's clearly out of control or having a hard time. Um, you don't want to not be paying attention. You know, you don't want to force things from the perspective of like an ego push. Like if you have righteous indignation about something and you're going to go battle with somebody who could be a formidable competitor, you don't really want to bring that at this time. And some people who you think are not formidable, you know, um, competitors here, they might, they might bring some fire that you're not expecting. So just be really careful in those days around the end of June and the beginning of July, because this is going to be a very strong influence don't let this make you concerned, you know, too concerned. You just have to be more aware. And it, it definitely can cast a little shadow on some of the sweet aspects of the month, but it's only influencing there at the end. And we do have a lot of sweetness to help balance this out. 
Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video. Click on that and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45-minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.